Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Roll, the queerest Pathfinder podcast on the planet, where we ask the hard questions like, does the existence of positive and negative energy imply the existence of other math-related energy? Math-related and en- elaborate. Uh, what does okay. that mean? So there's like positive energy, negative energy. Okay? Yes. Just like positive numbers and negative numbers. Yeah. Is there imaginary energy? Oh my god. <laughs> where it's like, it's not, Ooh. it's energy that doesn't, Okay. <laughs> it's not energy that actually exists. But for the sake of it, let's pretend it does. That's just fucking kids playing pretend. <sighs> okay. That's, that's Jimmy on the playground doing Kamehameha. <laughs> that's how summoners make their eidolons. Um, <laughs> oh my god. Okay, next. What else was there? Uh, my, num- my knowledge of math is actually extremely poor. Prime. Logger- Prime energy. Okay. What do you think about that, guys? That's what Optimus Prime used to, um... I don't like... No, no. That's not what he used. He used the fucking... He used the AllSpark. He really did. I do want to just quickly point out that the AllSpark was only introduced to the Transformers franchise in 2007 in the Michael Bay live-action movie. Beforehand, it was The Matrix of Liebership, uh, which was the original <sighs> Transformers uh, animated movie from 1987. We start the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I want you all to know um, that this conversation has proved through uh, question askers' hypothesis that uh, any kind of math-related damage uh, energy does do more damage to gay people. It does psychic damage. That's fact. <laughs> Would we like to play some Pathfinder? Yes. Previously in Fists of the Ruby Phoenix, Masami Takahara finally let their party in on their past. As a former assassin, raised by the ninja clan of Oni's Mask, who apparently are active in Goka presently, and Masami and uh, Hiroshi believe that this may have something to do with the Ruby Phoenix tournament. And following the assassination attempt made on uh, several of the sponsors, it's looking more and more likely. The only question is, why? Regardless, even though this mystery and intrigue is unfolding beneath the Radiant Winds, they have other things to keep in mind. For example, the Ruby Phoenix Tournament. Our heroes took part in the exhibition match in front of all the sponsors, battling against uh, a powerful Imionjo from the mountains, uh, the mountains above and dueling against Tino's Toughest, their oldest friends. 
Ultimately, they were sponsored by General Kasohida, a mercenary captain who has made good friends with them by now. And now, they prepare for one week of intense training before the Ruby Phoenix tournament begins. Are we all ready, everyone? Oh, yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, you know what time it is, guys? Can, can, you, can you hear that? It's like 221. It's actually time for a training montage. Oh, fuck. We see the Radiant Winds. You stand outside a building which the name the Golden Kabuto emblazoned in a symbol on the front. This is the uh, mercenary corporation of General Kasuhida. And starting today, this is where the Radiant Winds begin their training. We see Hida introducing them to their, his legendary personal trainer, Saraguchi. She is a tall, extremely muscular tiefling. She has a red skin, long, almost wild white hair, and muscles the size of a fucking rhinoceros's. As she looks down at you, she like appraises each of you one by one before she grunts, turns, and brings you into the gym. We see Sanku very slowly pumping irons as she stands beside him and slaps his back and pushes him to go even harder. We see Masami punch, 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 going against a sandbag, trying their best. We see Chuji skipping ropes as Saraguchi stands and commands uh, them to keep going, keep pushing. And yet you never seem to tire out. We see the next day, Senku standing at the beach, shirtless except for a uh, wrap around uh, the center of his chest, as he stands in the tide, water crashing into his body. They, uh, at first he kind of stumbles a little bit before he recovers at Saraguchi's behest. He holds himself, braces himself for the next wave, and when it crashes against him, he's standing tall. We see Chuji. You are up against uh, several illusory creatures jumping at you as you are pushed between one stance into the next, into the next. You slip up and one lands a touch on you and uh, are, they all immediately disappear. For Saraguchi comes up to you and helps you to your feet and gets you ready to go again. Masami, we see you throwing shurikens. One, two, three. Each shuriken landing directly side by side by side with each other in perfect equal accuracy. Saraguchi folds her arms and nods at you. You're doing good. This continues for the whole week. Magic, might, willpower. At first, it's torture, but as the week progresses, you don't know how it's physically possible to do this. But you're learning and training harder than you've ever done before. And fellas, we're going to quickly go around to each of you and figure out how this retraining and leveling up session has gone. So, um, Chuji, we're going to start yes. with you. Saraguchi is blocking your attacks as you launch yourself at her. Can you describe to me some of these attacks as you're, like, running and jumping and pushing yourself? Well, some of them are classic. They've got their uh, uh, their flaming fists that they are throwing uh, her way. Um, but there's some new... Uh, uh, there's some new uh, techniques in the mix uh, that we haven't yet seen from Chuji. There's explosions that come from their hands 
as they as they swipe at Saraguchi. And after like a few uh, uh, new hits, Chuji throws their leg up uh, at her, and it's they've kicked people before and they they've done it in their own way, but this one seems uh, new, more more controlled. I think she catches your leg midair and holds it and, like, makes you hold that pose for a second. And she looks at you and says, Better. But you can still do more. Try again. Ah, fuck's sake. Uh, and they they go again. She catches it again and says, Again! Uh, they throw, like, a few more punches and then maybe, like, trying to catch her off guard, they go with the other leg. I think that does catch her off guard and she she still blocks it. But it's a very last second block. And she looks at you and says, huh, You're ready. Chuji, level 16. As you are training your fucking brains out, can you tell me a little bit about your level up and your retraining? I've got a lot. I have gotten uh, Master of Many Styles. Okay. And what's that do? Uh, I can now switch between stances without an action at the start of my turns. But you've only got two stances, so that's not going to be... Like, you only have a... Fool! Um, oh, shit, I'm a fool? Fool! Why am I asking questions I already know the answer to? I have more stances now. With your retraining, uh, you actually uh, completely discarded your Monster Mage uh I did. Archetype. I said, fuck Monster Mage, and I said, bring on the stances. Most of the things you do with your uh, monster hunting, it doesn't really come from that archetype. I think you've used Monster Mage once, and that was with uh, Geisha's form to turn into a sand cloud. Yeah. <laughs> so, what have you picked up instead? Uh, I've gotten martial arts dedication. Okay, and what that gives you just a fuck ton of new stances, right? It does. It gives me so many sexy stances. Uh, do you want to talk about any of those stances? Yeah, sure. I'll name them. It's not like it's a, 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 a big surprise or anything. Mm-hmm. Got dragon stance. Mm-hmm. Makes it sexy. Uh, I got powder punch stance. Dragon uh, stance is the lashing kicks you are doing, and they do way more yes. damage than your other stuff. Yes, yes, yes. And powder punch stance is the uh, explosions. Mm-hmm. That's you literally wrapping gunpowder and firework powder into your hand wraps, uh, and then punching people and causing like little pops of explosions to happen when you hit them. Yeah, mm-hmm. literally. Uh, I got. I got jellyfish stance. Mm-hmm. From training with Hiroshi, not just with Saraguchi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's from Hiroshi. Dear sweet Hiroshi. And jellyfish stance lets you uh, overextend yourself. You kind of like do tumbling lunges, and that basically means you have reach on your attacks when you're in that stance. Yes. And last one? Uh, and then I got mountain stance. And what's that do? Seem more formidable, raises my AC. You squat down, you make yourself hard to hit, and you. You basically, like, make yourself a living mountain. Exactly. And how is Chuji feeling before the tournament itself? I don't know if you have any free time to do anything but train, but um, how, how, are, you, how are you doing? Chuji's definitely been throwing themselves into it, for sure. Mm-hmm. They were already very serious about training before this, um, but this is, like... Well, their number one thing that they were looking forward to, obviously, was the fighting, but this is number two. Getting to uh, train and be stronger and learn from someone else and just get better. That's what they're really after, and that's that's what they are enjoying. It's grueling, and it's it's 
painful and they, they, um, they're sore and they enjoy their breaks, but they really enjoy training. I love that. Okay, Chuji, that's you, level 16. Yes. Next, we're gonna hop to Masami. How's training going for you? Well, it's been a bit grueling, but at the same time, they've trained all their life with Hiroshi. So this is something that they're a little used to. When you see Masami train, most of their sessions involve um, them trying to convert their magic in a different way than they're used to. So they're basically inside the training hall and they're trying to concentrate the magic in their fists onto something else. They are seen with no weapon this time. Mm -hmm. And... They're basically swapping their uh, arcane fist for something different. Okay, and what is it? Force Fang. Describe this for me. So, basically Force Fang is a single action magic missile that I can use with my spell strike. Mm-hmm. It does pretty much the same damage as ma- uh, magic missile, but it uses a focus point instead of an actual spell slot. So, how I imagine this is, um, Masami's- since Masami has a lot of weapons now, they don't have any use for their arcane fists. So, basically, there's a concentration of magic, like, surrounding their palms, and they're just inside this- they're pretty much in this stance trying to control the magic out from their palms and into the air, and it takes a few days- and a lot of meditation. But they actually end up doing it. Holy shit, nice. I think, again, when you finally get it right, Saraguchi slaps your back and says, You're ready. <sighs> Better be, this took so long. <laughs> How does one has enough hours in the day to go to each of you and do this much training is unknown to all of you. <laughs> She's got a way with uh, encouraging you, though. It's actually crazy. Um, so, level up and retrain. You didn't do a ton of retraining because your build is actually pretty solid. But yeah. like you said, you got Force Fang, right? Yep, Force Fang traded for Arcane Fists. And uh, for level 16, I got Conflux Focus. And what's that do? Uh, basically, whenever I try to regain my focus, I, re- I regain both of my focus points instead of just one. Oh, wow, that's pretty great. Yes, considering I now have two that I can use. So you'll no longer have to spend one action re- getting your focus back as often. Uh, you'll be able mm-hmm. to just s- use one of your cool conflict spells. Yep. Okay, and what about Rogue Archetype? What do you get for there? I got Opportune Backstab. And what's that do? Basically, when someone within my melee reach is hit with a melee attack from my allies... Uh, I get a chance to strike at them as well. Okay. So, <laughs> this is great when you have a flanking buddy, huh? If Chuji hits someone that is also within my reach, then I get to hit them as well, with a reaction. That's fucking insane. So I basically have another version of Attack of Opportunity. Yeah, except this one is, the trigger is, a friend hits him, which, yep. considering you like to be flanking anyway, that's crazy. It's, uh, it's pretty good. It's Pretty fucking good. Mm-hmm. Now, you only have one reaction uh, per turn, though, so you'll only be able to use this or attack of opportunity, not both. Yep, I know. So keep that in mind. 
Uh, is that you, Basami? Uh, yes. As you said, my build was actually solid, so didn't have yeah, to do much. Yeah, like, really, really good. I was like, oh, what feats don't you use? Oh, wow, use all of them. Um, so, lastly, Senku, Witch Prince of the Sea. How's your training been? He hates training. He hates training. He doesn't like it. He likes doing magic. He doesn't like training. <laughs> I don't think he enjoys the part of having to get stronger that involves doing things that aren't fun. Um, but he's, I mean, he's doing it because he's gotta, but it, I, I, I can't promise you that he's enjoying it as much as the others are. He's less interest. He's less interested in things that aren't overtly fun for him. <laughs> um, but he's doing it. I think we're actually going to uh, go to that scene I did during the uh, quick uh, vignettes where you're standing there on the beach with the waves crashing into you. Mm-hmm. As you're standing there, Sanku, and bracing yourself for the next wave, uh, Lolo Azera says, Come on, Sanku! Focus! Feel the blood, feel the weight of the wave hit you and resist! I'm trying. A wave comes. How do you, how do? You do? He nearly falls over. Sar- uh, Saraguchi helps you stand back up. Says, "No, really, focus on it. Close your eyes. Filter everything out. Let it happen to you." I'm gonna fall. You won't fall. You're strong. You can do this. Another wave's coming, Sanku. How do you do? I think he still almost falls, but he falls a little less. And as you're falling, Sanku, something strange happens to your appearance for a moment after the water is washing off you, doesn't it? Yeah. What happens? Only while he's being hit. It's like scales show up for a second. Ooh. So, Sanku, with your level up and retraining, what did you snag? I picked up another uh, archetype. I picked up Dragon Disciple because he is quite literally a Dragon Disciple. And Dragon Disciple gives you a shit ton of dragon abilities. Uh, do you want to just blast a few of them off? Um, you already saw that I get resistance to... It's because I get resistance to, like, crashing waves, but I get resistance to bludgeoning damage. You Thank have you. a permanent 11 resistance to bludgeoning damage. I really do. And I really said I hate you, Derry. I don't actually hate you. Um... I, I really said I'm not gonna let you hit me anymore. I also got a dragon breath, mm-hmm. which lets you shoot up a cannonball of water at people. The scales also raised my AC by one, I believe. Mm-hmm. Permanently. And I also uh, learned a bunch of new spells that um, draconic sorcerers would get, but yeah. I typically could not. Yeah, so stuff on the arcane spell list that uh, you would not normally be able to access, like shield or um, prismatic wall, you know? Yeah. And thank you, as you stumble to your feet, uh, the, the scales of the dragon in, like hardening around you and then fading away, Saraguchi puts a hand on your back and she says, you're ready. Oh. And everyone, we're gonna hop now to the present. You are all standing outside the Ruby Arena. Today is the day. The first round of the Ruby Phoenix Tournament. There are so many people here, it is actually insane. Um, from around Goka, and actually from around Tianxia, you see so many people. 
the rich and powerful from nations afar, to the people from Goka itself who have been waiting 10 years to see this match. You spent a lot of time with uh, Kasuhida and Saraguchi preparing. You uh, met with uh, the press a couple of times to give like little talks. Uh, you can see that there are posters um, depicting all teams kind of like scattered around the city, but especially around here on huge um, murals of you all. Hmm. As you stand here right now, not among the crowds, but like um, on a balcony overlooking, uh, you know, just preparing to enter the uh, arena itself. Um, how are you all doing? How do you all feel? Chuji's bouncing. <laughs> Back and forth. They're excited. <laughs> I think Sanku's like a little bit nervous, but like the nervous that you'd get th- just because you're about to d- do something insane, like publicly. <laughs> Um, like he's he's it's like an excited nervous. Like he's not staying still right now. <laughs> uh Masami is unsure about like the murals and stuff. <laughs> I'll be quite honest. Uh they're definitely <laughs> the type of person that's like, don't perceive me, actually. <laughs> <laughs> You've unfortunately made yourself very perceivable right now. <laughs> yeah, so that that's a thing that they're experiencing, but uh I think they're they're still pretty happy to be here they're kind of they're excited for the first match uh lolo kind of like is on sanku's shoulder and says well everyone this is it after all the training and fighting and preparing you're all finally here at the ruby phoenix tournament oh it feels like <laughs> years ago that uh that our adventure started how are you all doing how do you feel wasn't it years ago well, perhaps... Was it? I mean, for you, it might have been a blink of an eye, old man. I am quite old. In fact, I am millennia old. I was around before the island chain of Minata was formed. You see, back then, I was a mighty sea dragon and blah, 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 okay, blah, blah, blah. he's going into a monologue again. How are we doing, folks? Uh, Senku, Senku covers his mouth and he's like, I love you, Lolo. <laughs> but no. <laughs> so right now, uh, you're like basically just like I think you went for uh, breakfast before, and you're in like a re- yeah. uh, a tall building overlooking the stadium. But uh, you've eaten now, and you need to go down there and start uh, entering. Okay. Uh, the Ruby Phoenix's speech will be starting soon, and the uh, rules of the tournament will be explained for all. And um, you'll be able to find out who, like, what the heats are, what teams are going to be fighting what teams. Sick. Uh, Chuji's been, like, bouncing their leg all through uh, breakfast. And, like, once it's, like, time to start going, they start, they pull Masami and Senku uh, all the way to the fucking building. Chuji, we literally just ate. Save the energy for the fight. (laughs) I have energy to spare. Oh, my Come on, we'll make it. You, come on, let's really go. Fine. Can I at least take a drink to go? If you're fast about it. Oh my god. <laughs> I will say, even as you're here, there are people who are like looking over at you all like, is that, are those radiant wings? Oh my god, yeah. Aren't <laughs> they the ones who were like involved in like the whole, the opera house? 
you guys probably want to get out of there pretty quick before people start like asking for autographs and slowing you down, right? <laughs> yeah. Senku Senku quickly grabs something else to go and is like, let let's go before they start before they realize that we've gone. <laughs> but shouldn't we talk to them? Make friends with the press? Tell them uh, absolutely not. Masami grabs a coffee and then goes, We are leaving now. Oh well I'll give you all my autograph later. <laughs> oh no! Don't promise them that, please. Um so do you guys enter the uh, Ruby Arena? <laughs> yeah, Lola has an autograph. Maybe. <laughs> Is it his paw print? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> so, into the Ruby Arena you go. As you enter, uh, the um, morning sun is, like, high in the air. I think it's, at, like, just 11 a.m. right now. Um, and, it like, as you enter, you can see in the center of the arena, there's, like, a lot of performers. Um, they've got, like, those uh, paper dragons, the big ones. It seems that mm-hmm. there were some actors uh, doing spectacles of uh, previous Ruby Phoenix uh, victories. As you're kind of, like, glancing around, you can see that there are countless, countless people here. And you know that the Ruby Phoenix is going to be giving her speech soon. And then afterwards, about an hour later, the first match will begin. This is literally history in the making, you guys. <laughs> Do you all take a seat in the VIP area with the other teams? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, you take a seat. Uh, you're near the um, Biting Roses, uh, Steps of the Sun, and Lightkeepers. And... Uh, you all kind of like sit and chat with each other. Um, although, of course, the light keepers are being edgy as ever. <laughs> but eventually, you hear a voice speaking out loud. And it's uh, not it's not Haojin. It is a, a person that I think some of you may be familiar with, but not all of you. <laughs> a human woman flies into the air above the arena. And she is flying... By standing on a small cloud, surfing on it like it is a surfboard. Uh, She is a very peppy looking young lady. Uh, You'd say maybe in her 30s, maybe. Um, Mm -hmm. Wearing, uh, of course, an iconic Ruby Phoenix emblazoned uh, kimono. Um, She has her hair in a bob cut and she is a huge smile. Around the arena, there are these glass panels which seem to be uh, magically projecting her image onto them. So even though she's very far away, you can see her up close as she speaks. <laughs> and uh, she calls out and she says, Hello everyone and welcome to the Tertiate Ruby Phoenix Tournament! People cheer and roar in excitement as uh, this lady stands forward. And she says, my name is Tagada Emi, and I will be the MC for this tournament. Uh, do any of you want to make a society or um, just, yeah, a society roll to see if you know this lady? Sure. Um, I'll, all of you do know who Tagada Emi is. She is uh, very famous around Goka because she is one of the most popular um, announcers for uh, the dozens of Drake races at the Ice Fang Airy. Oh. Uh, so she has hosted more than her fair share of sporting events, both high profile and commonplace. She is very well known for her enthusiastic persona 
which is also conveniently her natural disposition. She is bombastic, hyperbolic, unnecessarily descriptive, and she often fills in the gaps in action with open questions about the fighter's next moves or what they could be thinking. I think, uh, Masami, you've probably actually witnessed her at smaller fighting tournaments uh, over the years. So seeing her here announcing for you guys is kind of fun. Masami didn't think to be in this situation. <laughs> Masami was like, I'd love to find out more about these ninjas who are haunting my past. And now they're a celebrity. No? It's like that. Tagata speaks out and uh, she says, I present to you all today, everyone. A living legend returned to Goka to oversee the first Ruby Phoenix tournament she's ever been here for. She is the master of fire, the immortal sorceress, the Ruby Phoenix! I give to you all, Lady Hao Jin! And there is a blast of fire in the center of the arena, and standing in the ashes is the Ruby Phoenix herself. She is so cool. And she speaks with a voice that echoes across the arena. People of Goka, 300 years ago, when I left the material plane, I instructed the Church of Abadar to give out my possessions to the most powerful fighters of the decade. Under my instructions, they performed the first Ruby Phoenix tournament. And faithfully, every 10 years for the last 300, they have given away many of my incredible artifacts. And now that I stand here before you all, I shall continue this tradition. This Ruby Phoenix tournament is unlike any to have come before it, for I am here to guide its rules. Every match, you will see two of the greatest fighting teams on all of Galarian face off against one another. There are eight teams, and there will be four matches over the next two days to choose the winners and losers. However, losing once does not eliminate you from the tournament. Following the results of the first round, we will enter the second round with a winner's bracket and a loser's bracket. The winners of the loser's bracket will have a chance to return into the winner's bracket. And if they do, they will be able to return and enter the finals themselves. In the meantime, there will be several exhibition matches throughout the next few days, where these powerful teams will gain the chance to win even more powerful treasure, which will aid them in the tournament proper. These exhibition matches will follow unique and strange rules, acting less like regular combats and more like sporting events that I have witnessed on my multiversal travels. However, today we will have our first four matches to choose the winners and losers in the next brackets. The underdogs and the champions shall be selected. The first match... And she conjures up uh, in her hand a ball of fire and she plucks from it a scroll of paper with a name on it. And as that paper kind of like burns in front of her, it uh, glows several letters. And she reads out and says, The Radiant Winds! Not even a break at first. <laughs> she gestures and uh, on the uh, glass panels, your faces appear. And uh, there's a cheer for you all. Hailing from around Tianxia, 
these three friends have uh, aided countless people, gone on multiple adventures, and now stand ready to prove themselves worthy of the title of the greatest heroes on Golari. And uh, Haojin pulls out another scroll, reads from it, and says, Versus! Speakers to the wind! Oh! Huh. Uh, and it flashes the uh, team of students from the Mawangi Expanse in the Magambia Academy. Uh, you see, like, Aquila Stormheel, uh, Nala the Reed, Netir, Ovark, Strings on the River and Kila, and, of course, teacher Mafika Iowari. Um, and they all kind of stand and uh, wave a little bit at the glass, and uh, cheers go through the crowd. Fuck yeah. then reads out the other uh, teams which will be battling against each other. Following, Following this, this battle... battle. The next, the next one will, one will be between, between Steps, Steps of the, the Sun and uh, Liang Shen, uh, Halspin the Stung, and Junxiu all kind of stand. Uh, well, Junxiu and Halspin stand. Uh, Shen remains seated. Uh, you can see that much <laughs> as it's happening. Uh, they're right in front of you as this is happening. And I think um, Shen kind of turns and looks at you all with a, a face of like, I hate this. I don't want to do this. I love him. The Ruby Phoenix continues and says, Fighting Fighting Steps of the Sun sun will be... And Haojin pulls out another name. The The Biting Biting Roses! No! Uh Uh-oh, Rips. This is so unfair! Um, Pick a favorite. Pick a favorite. (laughs) You are so fucking cruel and evil. Um... Yavika Mulandez, Artis Rodrivan, and Lantondo stand and wave, uh, cheering a little bit. Uh, they're next to you, Fuck. so they're also pretty close to uh, Steps of the Sun. And, you know, they kind of glance and wave at each other before the everything continues, you know? Mm-hmm. Aujin says, says, these, these will, will be today's, today's two, two matches. matches. Tomorrow, Tomorrow, further matches will occur between the remaining teams. Seven, seven days, days of, of combat, combat and excitement, excitement await you all. And at the end, the champions of the Ruby Phoenix Tournament will be crowned. I trust to see you all there. Speakers to the wind and radiant winds, in one hour, your match begins. And she vanishes in a blast of flame, and everyone gets ready. Chiji's so excited, they literally cannot fucking stay still. They are kind of sad. Uh, It's not just me, because Chiji really likes... uh, uh, Erika. Mm-hmm. Um, that's Chuji's homie right there. Uh, but Chuji also really likes Shen. <laughs> You're so fucking evil and mean. As you guys, as uh, the Ruby Phoenix is uh, vanishing, Tagada Emi is, uh, you know, assuading the crowds over. Um, you guys have an hour to prepare. But as you're, like, kind of getting down and, like, probably getting ready to go down to the changing rooms and put on the uh, fighting costumes that you've had commissioned for you by um, Kasuhida. Uh, actually, Masami, someone catches your attention. Okay. Whomst? It's Hitomi of Clan Hasu. She's waving at you. Uh, the Kitsune Geisha who uh, works with the Golden League, and she's very much so trying to get your attention. <laughs> He's like, over here. Oh my. You, okay. over here, this way, champions. Uh... Oh, I'll... Huh? Masami remembers the the last interaction that she had with the other two, and, and they go, um, 
You guys go on ahead. I have an associate who isn't supposed to be here to talk to. Mm-hmm. Uh, can Chuji see her? She's not making herself stealthy. Chuji looks at Masami and looks at the Kitsune lady and looks back at Masami and they're like, I'm not going to throw the match if that's what you're thinking. They put their hands up. <laughs> Just saying. I told I told her no promises. Just get her out of here. Yeah. I'll try to, but you will know she's a very persistent woman. You make your way up to Hitomi? Yes. <laughs> she's like, Masami, honey, it's time to go gambling. oh Hitomi I love you like you are my cool aunt oh I that's that's I like that that's good but for real (laughs) but for real I I do want to at least fill you in on where you're supposed to go you know if you and your associates figure out our little deal a little better Supposed to supposed to what is that supposed to mean? We, if this is a numbers game, you know for a fact that Hiroshi has taught me that numbers don't mean shit. Okay, well, I just want you to know that we have a associate that I'd like to introduce you to. And even even you know what, Masami? Even if you don't accidentally lose your first match, I want you to at least meet her so that you know how to make a good bit of money throughout all this, and also us, uh-huh. um, but mostly yourselves. And this one's completely legal. This one's completely <laughs> above the board. <laughs> it's it's not it's it is totally legal to bet on the your own matches so long as you don't bet about yourselves. I've looked it up. On a scale of one to ten, how how good how well can you look Hiroshi in the eyes and tell him about that? Oh, I can say a ten for sure. And have him not think you're complete bullshit. He always thinks I'm good. honey. Come on, you know me. It's a Tony. Let, 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 at least <sighs> let me introduce you to my associate. Fine. <laughs> Who oh, is this? Come come with me. Are you bring your friends. Do you want to bring your friends? After the after your last interaction and telling them oh. to lose on on account that they have they don't like losing, no. <laughs> oh, but they. I'm sure you'll make bets for the group then. I. Th- let's just say they have an image they need to keep up. Okay. Well, come with me. Come with me. Kubira, and uh, she brings you into a. Uh, down to another woman who is uh, also watching. Uh, she is a Wayang. Uh, she's very um, pointy. She's got like a pointy nose and uh, long, long arms. Uh, she's size small and she's very tin and gangly. And uh, she looks up at you uh, and she you see that she is selling um, mushroom spikes. And she's like, ah, Hitomi. I see you brought the fox one with you. Uh, what was your name, Masaro? Masami. Yes, yes, yes. Anyway, I assume you're not here to buy mushrooms. Unless you'd like to. Not before a fight, no. <laughs> well, then the betting. Uh, I have a bookie business, um, which is sanctioned by uh, the 
Island of Endless Dreams, so uh, perfectly legal, all above board. I just want you to know that uh, you and your friends are allowed to bet on any match that you're not in. And you earn, you stand mm-hmm. to make yourselves quite a lot of money. The most I am legally allowed to accept is 2,000 gold worth of coin. And certain uh-huh. teams are more likely to win, and certain teams are less likely to win. If you vote on a team less likely to win, and they somehow win, then you will make a lot of money from it. And Hitomi puts a hand on your shoulders. Doesn't that sound nice? Making a lot of money. Of course, the Golden League makes commission from this as well, but doesn't that sound nice, Masami? And you have a lot of money because you've you, you, you've earned a lot of money recently from your uh, contract with uh, Golden Kabuto, right? Yes, yes, lots of money, lots of fame. People are fawning over me in the streets, yes. Oh, but, well, honey, of course. You're so beautiful and perfect. Let's get to the point. I have a fight. <laughs> There's another match today. This between, uh, who was it? Steps of the Sun and the Biting Roses? Yes. Do you want to vote, bet on that? Cubia, uh, do you want to... Do you, should, she bet, should they bet on that? Oh, yes, of course. Definitely bet on it. I I don't know if I'm entirely comfortable betting on my friends who are oh. fighting each other. Oh. I have made friends, Hitomi, yes. Hitomi makes a face like, oh. Consider them your co-workers. Oh my god. <laughs> what do you say? I, I, they're my friends. <laughs> I say they're my friends. I don't know how comfortable I am betting on friends. We'll give you some time to think about it. Oh, yes, yes, a little bit sure. of time. Sure, But just Why be sure not? get in before, I think it's 2 p.m. That's when the next match happens. So before then, uh-huh. t- t- yeah, t- tell, yeah. tell your friends about it. I'm sure they'll uh-huh. be interested. Right, yeah, and I bet they're having, I bet they, you know, I'm going to have a lot of fun thinking about how you bet against me, cool aunt. Oh. Well, Masami, if it makes you feel any better, I did manipulate the odds with a... Uh, Cubia here to make you the least likely team to win. Excuse me! Well, I'm just saying you stand to make a lot of money if you, you know. If we kick the bucket? No, wait, what? Did you really think that I was that weak? Be honest. Oh, no, I don't think you're weak. I just think that you're maybe willing to make a fuck ton of cash. Maybe when I was a teenager and I was actually stealing from people, but not now! Well, I'm sorry you grew up this way, Masami. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) Blame Hiroshi, he's the one who raised me! Well, clearly, since you stopped doing it, he raised you right. But, 2pm, keep it in mind. And Kyubi nods, and if you're sure you don't want a mushroom stick? I'm... I'm fine, I just had breakfast. Maybe afterwards, once I'm done processing this conversation. Well, feel free to come down. And good luck. I'm sure you'll do amazingly, though I do want you to know that the odds are stacked against you in this match. You are so lucky that you are family. She pats your shoulder and waves you off. And Masami, you're able to return to the changing rooms with uh, Sanku and uh, Chuji. <laughs> they return, and both Chuchi and Senku can see that Masami has gotten a headache. 
You look annoyed. That bad? <sighs> she bet that we would just kick the bucket that we had the lowest odds of succeeding. And well, she thought that I would care more about making money, which is something that I did when I was a teenager, but not now. How little I does was... she know you? She is my cool aunt. That's how I'll t- that's how I'll phrase it. No offense, your aunt's kind of a bitch. Yeah, <sighs> I mean, a I bit. listen. You don't get a lot of family, like close knit family, in the Golden League unless you're part of that set family. And Hiroshi's is a little small right now, so. Well, <laughs> Hiroshi's great. Oh, I know that he is, and I know that he raised me well because then because. Believe me, if you, if, first of all, if you met teenage me, like 15 year old me, I absolutely would have scanned the shit out of everyone in here. No (laughs) conscience. You wouldn't, you wouldn't, you wouldn't see my cute face and not do it. I would in a heartbeat. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Lolo kind of bounced. Well, as you all know, I think a little bit of stealing is okay. However. What? However, <laughs> why did you say that? <laughs> why did you say that? Sometimes Sanku actions speak louder than words. <laughs> what? Do you have pockets? Wow. He spits oh. at some coins. He has a mouth. <laughs> he spits at some coins. Where did you get when those? Where did you get that? What is wrong with you? What I was saying, though, is everyone, time's <laughs> ticking. We should really start getting ready. Are you all ready to rumble? Mm, Fuck yeah. Hold on. I'm trying to get this. I'm trying to get the headpiece on right. Oh, that's right. We're supposed to be changing. Hang on a second. <laughs> yeah, Masami. Get in your uh, fancy fuck. costume. So, everyone, do you get ready and do you prepare for your uh, for the first fight of the Tertiate Ruby Phoenix tournament? No, I go home. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. You forfeit. So true. Bye. <clears throat> Sanku, Masami, and Chuji. The tree of you set in your changing room. Prepare it now as you wait. Until you hear an announcer's voice. Tagata Emi calls out and says, All right, everyone! The clock has just struck noon. We bring to you the first match of the Turkey Ruby Phoenix Tournament. From the north comes the Radiant Winds, three adventurers from across the uh, Tianxia, who have come together to prove that they are the strongest heroes of all time. Shi Chuji, a hard-hitting, quick-witted, and quick-paced martial artist who flows through stances like water flows through the river. Masami Takahara, a master of both the martial and mystic ways. A Magus Kitsune, who uses the power of shadow and stealth to overcome their enemies. And Sanku, Witch Prince of the Sea, descended from his patron, Lolo Sadagat, a mighty sea dragon with the power of the ocean on his side. Sanku channels the power of water to overcome his challenges. These are the radiant winds. Our first team for you all today! And that's your cue, everyone. You walk out into the sunlight, 
Yes. Yep. The three of you stride. And as you come into the public eye, you're not dressed like you normally are. Kasuhida uh, sits uh, in a VIP box nearby, and he nods at you all, smiling proudly of you. These costumes that he has commissioned are going to be your outfits for the fighting tournament itself. Can each of you tell me what you all look like right now? Chuji uh, is... Their outfit isn't too too dissimilar from what they usually wear. Uh, they, they've got their sleeveless uh, kind of skin-tight tank top that they usually wear, but uh, now they have uh, just a single arm of samurai armor. Uh, it is... Uh, it's their left arm. Like, from the shoulder to the wrist, they have plates of samurai armor over, like, a black sleeve that they're wearing. Um, of course, they have their uh, their, uh, their wraps on both hands as well. Uh, on their right arm, they have a, uh, a white rope tied around uh, their upper arm. Instead of their, like, usual uh, purple pants, they're wearing uh, bright red ones with a kind of gold trimming at the bottom. They're, they're wearing a, a, a tengu geta which are like kind of those uh, wooden sandals, uh, but it's only got uh, a one tooth on the bottom instead of two. Okay. Uh, and around their waist, they uh, instead of their uh, usual kind of golden um, rope, they're wearing an even thicker uh, white one uh, that ties into a bow in the back. Uh, and their um, their talismans hang down from that instead now. Uh, so Masami's isn't... Upon first glance, it's not super different from what they wear. But they have a um, bright orange dogi that has the uh, that has a Kasuhita's company sigil on the back in white. Their halter top that was plain cloth before is replaced with a dragon scale chainmail one. Uh, gauntlets with like upper arm um, armor. Their arms are also covered in like an, a fingerless arm sleeve, like a really long glove that goes up to the, basically the shoulder. Um, they actually have a mask over their face that is a snarling, that's a snarling fox. And mm. on their forehead is a hachigane that also has the emblem of, um, Hira's company. For those of you who are unaware, the hachigane is, uh, the same protective headgear that they use in Naruto. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, you've got real ninja vibes going on right now. Absolutely. <laughs> Very good. Like, okay, sure, Oni's mask, fucked up, evil people. Aesthetics of ninjas are pretty cool. <laughs> oh, also, I forgot. Uh, they also have a um, a cape that flows from their waist as well. Ooh, very cool. It is a full-length cape. Like, it goes all the way down to their ankles. Okay. Chuji styling, Masami styling. Senku, what about you? Senku's costume probably took a little bit longer because he's picky. Um, because I don't know if you know this, but he glamours his outfit every day. He decided to end up wearing... The top is... I don't know how else to describe this because I don't know all the words. It's like the top of a kimono, but instead of the sleeves being down, they're tied back uh, the way that like uh, workers would if they were wearing kimono. So that the actual sleeves aren't bothering you while you're actually doing things. And the bottom, he's wearing um, these, like, uh, they're like puffy pants um, that stop. And then he's wearing, like, tight. I think they're called, uh, you call them tabi, right? 
Yes. That's the that's the shoes that he's wearing. And um, on his waist, he's got like a really thick braided rope that's tied into like a bow in the front. And he's got samurai's armor, but just on his waist, just the waist part, nothing else. Mm-hmm. And instead of his regular crown, he's got, um, you know, uh, when you wear a samurai's helmet, there's like a crescent part. Um, mm-hmm. That in uh, he's wearing that for uh, Kasuhita's like company instead of his usual crown. As you all stand out, uh, all wearing kind of like red tinted, I think. Um, like that's a lot. Like that's this team's color right mm-hmm. now, with Sanku having more of like that coral peach. I think right. He's just blue, so if it looked if it was exactly red, it would look very strange for him. So they had to play around with it. But yeah, it's like coral pink. All of you stand, and the crowd cheers for you, and the eyes of Tiansha and of history are on you. Uh, how are you all feeling as you stand in the middle of this arena, ready to put on a fight like no other? Uh, Tuji looks good, and they feel even better. Mm-hmm. Excited, nervous, you know? It's their first fight of the tournament. Uh, Misami is ready to prove a bit wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and as this is all happening, um, Tagata uh, kind of like flies above you all, and she says, And now, hailing from the Moangi expanse far to the west, comes a group of students and their mighty teacher. I give you speakers to the wind! Adventurers from the esteemed Magambia, an academy of magic which reinvented uh, the art of magic following the Age of Darkness. Each of these students represents one of the branches here, strings on the river in Kila, an Anadi who speaks through web script, and a member of the uh, Emerald Bows, a branch focused on communication. Netir, a half-elf divination uh, wizard who represents the Cascade Bearers, students of the magic and the arcane. Nala the Reed, a gripply storyteller who uh, hails from the Uzumjati, a branch focused on preserving culture through folktales. Ovar, a, a draconic uh, witch who comes from rain scribes, analysts and mathematical prodigies. Akila Stormheel, a halfling shapeshifter who comes from the Tempest Sun Mages who focus on uh, martial prowess. And their teacher, Mafika Ayuwari, a lecturer at the Magambia, and their guide through the Ruby Phoenix Tournament. These are the speakers to the win, our second team for you all today. Teams, enter the center of the field, shake hands, and get ready to fight! Okay. Uh, the speakers to the win step forward. And uh, they all look pretty excited to be here with you. <laughs> yeah. Senku, Senku's excited that it's them and not, like, a certain team. <laughs> Again. Netir kind of smiles as you all step forward, and uh, he says, Well, I'm I'm personally very excited to, have, uh, to be able to face off against you. It feels like just yesterday we were fighting uh, at the uh, Phoenix Challenge. <laughs> Doesn't it? Uh, Netir catches your face, Chuji, remembers how he totally fucked you over, and looks away. (laughs) 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 No, Chuji smiles and laughs, and they're like, I'm excited. Um, 
Nala de Reed, the Ripley Magus, uh, hops forward and uh, she ribbits and says, Well, personally, I think this will be a story that uh, we'll be able to tell for generations. Isn't this the kind of thing that, like, goes down in history? It's incredible to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Meanwhile, Aquila Stormheel, uh, the halfling, she crosses her arm and says, Well, this time I'm actually going to be able to put my skills to the test. Last time, someone screwed me over by flying to the top immediately. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, <laughs> Ovark uh, kind of like punches his hands together and his dr- uh, draconic familiar flaps his wings and says, Well, personally, I'm just really, really pumped to be able to fight against you. You're such an amazing team. and It's going to be really, really great to meet you all in combat. Yeah. <laughs> Well, at the very least, we can finally see each other in combat. Learn a thing or two. Let's be a lesson to all of you. Yeah, I want to see what you guys got. Uh, and Keela kind of uh, weaves together some uh, words from her um, from her webs and says, Good luck, everyone. You're going to need it. And uh, Teacher Iowari stands back. And you, you know that Teacher Iowari doesn't actually do much of the fighting. So far yeah. in all the fights you've seen him in, He's always kind of just been in the back telling the others what to do. But he nods and he says, I trust you'll all give it your all as well, right? Of course. Obviously. Good. I would have it no other way. And he bows. I think we're ready to fight. Ready to win. Are you ready to fight? Yes. Yep. And so are the speakers to the wind. Tagala Emi flies above... How Jin and Nayan Fei watch from their thrones, and uh, Emmy says, All right, and three, two, one, ready, fight! And everyone, I want you all to roll initiative! Dice will roll will return after these messages. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. We now return to Dice Will Roll. So, top of the order is Strings on the River Inkila. And uh, Inkila uh, is wielding a sword, a hook sword specifically. And uh, she kind of like narrows her eyes and then she's going to use her special ability, um, clear the rain. She's going to stride twice, and she's going to get up right behind uh, you, Chuji. Uh, she's going to actually push through your space to get there. Oh, shit. And that is a 32. Does a 32 beat your reflex DC? It does not beat it. 
Okay, she tries to tumble through your space and get in uh, behind you, but Shuji, you actually react too quickly and you like block her from going behind you. Uh, and silently, she kind of like uh, narrows her eyes a little bit before uh, she swings her hook sword at you, Chuji. And uh, that is a 39 to hit. 39 hits. Okay. Uh, so that is going to be 15 damage, Chuji, as uh, she swings this magic sword into you. And it cleaves. Youch! Youch! Ow! Uh, and then she uh, kind of uh, takes a second and she's going to. Um, she's going to try again. Make another attack roll against you. Uh, is a 31 against you? 31 does not hit. Okay. Uh, next in the order is going to be Aquila Stormheel, the halfling. And Aquila, she inhales for a second and then she exhales and then she puts on a mask. And this is a wooden mask that is carved to look like a leopard. Ooh. And that mask melds into her face. Oh, shit. And then she surges forward, and that is no longer a halfling. It's a fucking leopard. There is now an actual fucking leopard on the battlefield. Okay. Uh, and she is going to make a powerful leap. Uh, she's going to jump directly at you, Masami. And uh, with a roar, the leopard is going to try to attack you. So that is going to be a 27 hit, Masami. <laughs> That's a crit fail, dude. Oh my god. What? Yeah. Yeah, mine is 37. Get fucked, idiot. Damn. Oh my god. <laughs> well, um, as this leopard lunges at you, unfortunately, uh, you kind of like jump back a little bit. And I don't think the leopard was expecting this to happen. Akila is going to be flat-footed for a turn. Oh, you shouldn't have. You shouldn't have. Uh, because she lands kind of awkwardly in front of you. Uh, it is Ovark's turn. Okay, everyone. It's unfortunately it's time for dragon magic. He raises a hand, and uh, he's gonna cast haste on strings of the river Akila. A loud, kind of like almost trumpet sound erupts, like a warhorn calling in Keyleth's battle. And uh, she starts to kind of like vibrate slightly. And uh, she doesn't say anything. She's got her hands full with this hook sword. But she kind of grins. And she's looking directly at you, Chuji, which is like, uh oh. <laughs> and uh, Ovark is gonna take a step back. Senku, it's your turn. Speakers of the Wind stand before you. Um, Strings of the River in Keela is battling against Chuji. Um, Akila Stormheel is a leopard who is battling against Masami, and then the others are all kind of clumped at the back. What do you do? Something that's so <clears throat> something that's so awesome is that they're all clumped together, basically. Yeah, um, they haven't had time to disperse yet. Things can be so awesome, um, especially when I have coral eruption. Oh, okay. <laughs> so what happens? What, what are you doing? I am going to make a ten-foot burst of coral, like, razor-sharp coral growth um, for them to erupt from the ground um, to make a really dangerous coral reef. And that catches every single one of the speakers of the wind, huh? Uh-huh. Uh, you actually get two, so you can put another burst in somewhere else if you like. You know what? Do, do I... Uh, 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 so he's gonna put it behind him. <laughs> so behind you guys? Yeah, behind behind us. Okay, interesting. Why are you putting it behind? What's the... What's the so, uh, you, so they can't flank us. <laughs> You are... Take a hero point! Thank you. That's really smart! That's pretty... 
That's hot of you. You're so sexy. <laughs> I do this Come for in. you guys. Okay, Coral erupts from the ground in front of you and behind you, Senku, as you slam your staff into the ground. And uh, you can see that the others are all kind of like stunned by this. Um, so they're going to roll. Strings on the river, Akila succeeds just about. Akila is going to fail. Netir also fail. Nala the Reed gets a success. Ovark fails. And Teacher Ayawari, who was just standing in the back. Come on, man. Sorry, he was there. Uh, that is a success just about. Okay. So it looks like uh, the ones who fail are Netir, Ovark, uh, and Akila. Okay. So uh, roll me that damage. 28 damage. So each of them. Jesus. Mm-hmm. And uh, don't forget that they'll take three piercing damage uh, for every time they move. Uh-huh. Ain't that just swell. Tee! This coral erupts from beneath them, and they all kind of yell in surprise, stumbling back. Um, I don't think any of them have seen you do this before, so that catches them by surprise. Tee! Next in the order is Mafika Ayowari. Sorry, sorry, Ayowari. He stumbles back a little bit, and he's going to immediately leave, um, because he's not doing that. But he sighs a little bit, and he says, Well, everyone, so far I've, I've humbly guided you, but unfortunately, the time for guidance has passed. Now is the time for action! The motherfucker shrugs off his rope. Yo! Oh, the most muscular piece of meat you have ever seen. Stop, this stop. old man is ripped. I'm sorry. Am I, am I looking at Uncle Ira right now? <laughs> he literally has a six pack. Shut up. He is like gen- Uncle Ira. He is genuinely <laughs> is impressive. And he uh, raises his staff in the air and he starts channeling up some magic and lightning is going to charge through it, and then he throws that lightning at you guys. And that is going to be a chain lightning, everyone. Uh, Roll me reflex. Starting with Senku, and then going through Truji, and then going into Masami. No. What the fuck do you mean, no? I think I'm going to counterspell. (gasps) Dave. (laughs) Yes. My beloved husband. I'm married. Yes. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Lovingly. It's an anti-magic room, uh, and I can cast counterspell with it. Yeah. Okay. Um, so Sanku, as this lightning arcs through the air at you all, um, as it goes through you, uh, strange symbols glow on your outfit. Mm-hmm. And you're going to need to make me a nature check. Actually, you're going to need to roll me a d20 plus 26. 35. Okay, thank you. It works. You asshole. The lightning... Oh. <laughs> it, like, it, it touches you. It, like, it blasts into you. But then it, like, disperses harmlessly out uh, from your armor. Mm-hmm. And I think Ayoari looks almost surprised before he nods as, Huh. Most excellent, thank you. Most excellent indeed. <laughs> Um, and as this is happening, by the way, a cheer erupts through the crowd. And I'm going to tell you all the mechanic. Oh, yeah? When you do something extremely cool, can be limited. it includes multiple things like getting a crit, knocking someone out within two turns, or in this case, doing something just extremely cool. 
the crowd is gonna cheer for you. And when that happens, you have a plus one to all your rolls for one turn. For the whole team. That's awesome. Sanku, as you dispel this thing, you hear the crowd erupt in applause. Because that was really cool. Um, you just took up this uh, spell like it was nothing and got rid of it. And uh, the crowd, like, roars for you. And I think all of you feel your ego being boosted by that. Everybody look out. Juji's ego. It's grown too big. (laughs) Juji, it's your turn. They're cheering for you guys. Juji, uh... Chuji grows five sizes, I think. Um, <laughs> Start your turn. What stance are you in? Uh, oh, yes. Uh, I'm in uh, Stoked Flame Stance. Okay, going for a reliable. Yes, a reliable. Um, specifically because I want to do something. Uh, like like David, my theorist, uh, said, they are all kind of clumped together. Um, okay. Oh, wait. I want to try something new. Never mind. I'm not in Stoked Flame Stance. What are you in? Get fucked. <laughs> I'm in powder punch stance. Okay, so, Chuji, you dig your hand into your pocket and you pull out some gunpowder and kind of crunch it into your uh, fist for a second. And your your fists are blackened. What are you doing? Chuji's going to take two actions to Thunderclap. And what's Thunderclap exactly? The Thunderclap uh, is a 15-foot cone attack that I can do uh, that deals 36 sonic damage. Uh, it's more um, than that. Oh yeah, it's more than that actually, um, because of the powder that uh, Chuji has on their hands from being in uh, powder punch stance. Um, when they clap them together, they make this fifteen foot cone of explosion. Holy shit! Okay, okay, so that's gonna catch strings on the river in Kila, Akila Stormhill, and Netir. Yes. Okay, and they all need to make a fortitude save, right? Uh huh. And they okay. need to beat thirty-five. <laughs> So Strings on the River and Kila uh, succeeds. Mm-hmm. Uh, here Does not. Does not. And uh, Akila Stormheel, who is, I remind you, a leopard right now. And flat-footed. And flat-footed. Uh, 37. 37. Uh, okay, so uh, Strings on the River and Kila and uh, Akila Stormheel both save. It's going to be 13d6 sonic damage. Holy shit, uh, Okay. And in total, it's 45 damage. Okay, so is going to take the full blast. Akila and uh, Strings are both going to take half. Shuji, you, like, bury your hands in gunpowder and then clap in their face, and this eruption of sound blasts into all of them as they all kind of, like, gasp and are sent stumbling backwards. Uh, and <laughs> Akila doesn't say anything. Uh, Akila roars, and then Netir in the very back says... Hey, what the hell, man? Oh! Oh, my ears! Oh! <laughs> Sorry about it. You have one action left, Chuji. Uh, uh, Chuji's going to, uh, punch strings on the river and healer. Okay. Decker! 35. 35 is gonna be a hit. Roll damage. That's gonna be 19 damage. Plus one fire damage, because powder punch stance does give you that. And this is oh, where yes. I raise my hand. Yeah, what's up? Oh my god. Backstab. Oh my fucking god! <laughs> no one's gonna fucking use up my my reaction right now. Are you kidding me? Opportune backstab! Okay, so as Chuji is punching into Inkila, you jump forward and attack as well. There is an opening made when she fucking stumbles back from the punch, and that 
is a crit 49. Oh my god! 49, Masami, remember that they're cheering for you. That's a 50. Yeah. <laughs> That's a 50 That's to hit. That's a 50! And when you get a crit, the crowd cheers! So roll this damage and let's figure out how this all looks, you guys. And the crit damage is... 40. 40 plus 20, that's 60 damage to strings in total. You guys jump strings and the crowd is roaring and you hear up above as uh, Tagata's uh, kind of narrating. She's like, She chooses Masami Takahara teamed up on strings on the river in Kila. The poor Anadi is stuck in the middle of coral created by Sanku and then got punched by a blast of gunpowder and jumped on by Masami. Will this Anadi be able to recover, or could this spell doom for speakers to the wind? Uh, and Strings kind of stumbles back, and again, they can't speak right now, their hands are full. But they do shake their head smile at you, like, oh. And, uh... Chuji, <laughs> is that your turn? Yeah. Um, it's gonna be Netir's turn now. Netir uh, calls out and says, Everyone, open your eyes! See true mine! And uh, everyone's eyes begin to glow as he casts True Target. Everyone's going to have advantage on their next attack rolls against you all. Uh, and he's also going to step out of the fucking coral eruption because Jesus Christ. <laughs> Masami, it's your turn. Standing before you, Strings on River and Kila and Akila Storm. Akila is a leopard, Strings is injured. The crowd is cheering for you, you have a plus one to all your rolls. So the funny thing, right? The funniest, the, the, the damnedest thing is that they're all spellcasters. They're at least magical teams. It seems that Strings on the River and Keela, uh, considering they just ran up to you with a sword, may not be a spellcaster. But certainly, there's a lot of casters here. Well, that still makes five casters, even if I'm not targeting her specifically, right? Oh, oh, oh. Seventh level, distracting chatter. How does this look? How do you cast this? So I think this is a bit of a different flavor for when they first cast it. Um, their shadow um, emerges from it, like emerges into a circle from them as the epicenter. And once the arena in within like a thirty foot burst is cast in shadow, there's like ghosts, shadow like mm. shades that come up and start speaking. Okay. Well. Uh, as this is happening, I think everyone is going to need to make that will save, right? Yes, everyone except for uh, strings. So, uh, Akila got a nat one. Ooh. Uh, that's going to be affecting uh, her for one minute, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Netir got Netir's a failure. Three rounds. Okay. Uh, Teacher Ayawari, 34. That's a pass. That That is actually a pass, because that's my spell DC. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Ovark, also a right. pass. Passed. And uh, Nala the Reed. Oh, crit succeed. Nat Unaffected. 20. Yeah, Nala, I think, um, as this is happening, uh, they look around and says, Oh, I've seen plenty of ghosts in my time, and I know which ones are real and which ones aren't. Nice try, right? Oh, no. She says she looks at her friends who are all kind of, like, stumbling. <laughs> uh, for their last action, they are going to go into Arcane Cascade. And wouldn't you know... Oh, my I also have Arcane Shroud. This is an illusion spell that I just cast, so Masami goes invisible. 
Okay, Masami, you fade from sight, and uh, as you do so, you hear uh, Emi kind of uh, call out again. It looks like Masami Takahara has vanished from the field! Where could they have gone? What kind of strange magic are they using? The crowd's eating this up, by the way. <laughs> it is Nala's turn. Uh, Nala, unfortunately, got a nat one. And uh, I think they're going to cast Dimension Door. And that's going to be their entire turn. But they're not going to move through this Coral Eruption as Sanku is put around them. Nala kind of inhales, exhales. And as she's clutching this massive axe in her hand, uh, she's going to uh, just teleport from... Uh, where she is, through a hole in the floor, and then reappear right beside you, Senku. And she's panting a little as a... <sighs> hey, Senku. Oh, hi. <laughs> Next in the order is Strings on the River and Gila. Strings, I remind you, is, uh, is uh, hasted right now. They're going to try push again through you, Chuji. I deck the shit out of him. Say it ain't so. 31 is not going to get through your space, right? No. And a 33 is a hit. Roll damage. 18. Okay. Uh, Strings is going to take another 18 damage. I guess who also has attack of opportunity? Motherfucker! (laughs) (laughs) That's a 35. That's a hit. Roll damage. 19. Youch. And they they try to get through your space, Juji, but I think basically, like, she tries to rush through you, but Shuji, you interpose and, like, push her back, and then Misami, out of nowhere, also attacks. Misami, you're no longer invisible when that happens. All right, Misami reappears. But you do do sneak yeah. attack damage because they could not see you. Yup. <laughs> oh, wait, that means another d6. That's right, another d6, please. It's five, so that's in total 24 Jeez. damage. Jesus. Um, strings kind of grunts a little bit and then exhales and they're just gonna try attacking you uh Chuji. Okay. 34 to hit. She does not she does not hit. She's going to back up from you all. She's gonna take damage from moving through the coral but uh that's fine. That's gonna be 12 more damage to her but it's better than being right up to you all. Mm-hmm. And uh you can see that uh they're looking pretty badly hurt. Akila Stormheel. Uh, Akila, now seeing that your guard has dropped, is going to take this uh, opportunity to move behind you all without being, uh, you know, got. So, Masami, uh, this jaguar kind of, like, rushes out to the side of you Mm -hmm. and uh, is going to make another attack at you. All right. Uh, And that's going to be a 32 to hit. Nope. Okay. You deflect this jaguar that's lunging at you. And then the jaguar lunges again. That's Ooh. a nat fucking 20, my friend. Nat 20. Yeah, that's it. Uh, the fucking ju- like leopard lunges on you, claws at you, and bites down. And uh, that is going to be 36 damage to you total. And uh, as this is happening, you hear Emmy saying, But not to be outdone! The speakers to the wind retaliate with a leopard attack! And uh, the crowd is now cheering for them. So watch out. They're going to be a little more dangerous this turn. It's Ovark's turn. Ovark kind of like holds up his hand in the air. Okay, you guys, let's go for it again. And uh, he's going to cast heal on Enkila. So that's going to be two action heal on Enkila. 
Did he get affected by... He did get affected by it! You're right! Yep. So he's gonna need to make me... Is it a flat check? Uh, yes. DC 5 flat check. Okay, a 15. He stumbles for a second as he's saying the magic words to cast heal. But, uh, Masami, you can see that uh, he's pushing through. He's okay. He's got it. He knows his incantations. Even with these shadows whispering in his ear. Regardless, that is gonna be... That's gonna be 47 healing to uh, Strings on the River. Life-giving energy pulses from his hand into his ally. Then Ovak uh, turns back to all of you. He looks at you, Sanku, and he says, And now I will discern your secrets! And uh, he's gonna use the discern secrets hex! He's using witch stuff on you. Hey, Um, hey. He is going to basically roll to recall knowledge against you. Okay. Uh, that's going to be a 41. That's going to pass your DC, Senku. So, uh, Ovax's eyes widen, and he reads you like a book. It's like your entire life is unfolding before his glowing eyes. Oh, good lord. Oh, boy. <laughs> he basically gets to learn something about you every turn that he sustains, and he calls out, kind of like in a voice that isn't his own, as something speaks through him with his witch powers. Beware, the Undyne! His scales harden, and he is resistant to the power of bludgeoning. How in the heck? Uh, Lolo's on your shoulder, and he says, Sanku, watch out. That other dragon familiar seems to be giving him deep secrets. He'll need to be careful. Thank you, Lolo. You got three actions. Uh, Sanku's going to move, I think, for this first action. He's moving, so he's still in Natla's range, but... You know what? He's just in—he's just in like a perfect position to cast hydraulic push immediately. Okay. Oh God! Yeah, that's gonna hit Nala, and it's gonna hit Nettier off in the uh, off in the distance as well, huh? I did not realize that. Um, it's a lie. But... It's a oh yes! Line. It will—it will hit Nala, and it'll hit Nettier. Oh yes! But it'll also push Nala into the uh, coral eruption. Yeah. That is exactly what I wanted to do. Uh, how's a 38 work against both of them? Uh, well, 38's gonna hit Nala for sure, and uh, definitely hit Nettier as well. That is 50 damage. To both of them? Yes. Oh my god! Sanku, your blast of water torrents across the map, and the crowd gasps in, uh, in uh, glee. The god Emmy calls out and says, a nice, solid, hydraulic push from Senku, which prince of the sea, knocking a domino effect, pushing Nalareen into the core eruption, and uh, removing Netir from the fight, pushing him backwards even further. It's Mafika Ayawari's turn now. Ayawari exhales, and he says, I've had quite enough of uh, de- this coral now. Everyone, focus on taking out the witch prince, and then once that's accomplished, focus on the two melee combatants. Oh my god. <laughs> Catchers first, they're really strong and they have a lot of AoE, it makes sense. Don't seem happy with this! Uh, Mafika Ayawari raises a hand and casts Dispel Magic. Sanku, he's trying to remove your coral eruption. Mm-hmm. So Sanku, does a 36 beat your spell DC? No. What level was your coral eruption? That was a 6 level. Okay, 6 level. Well, even if he fails his uh, roll against you, Sanku... Because he, uh, your spell is a lower level than his dispel magic, he erases it anyway. 
Aww. He kind of wipes his hand, and as he does, it's like the coral eruption is being raised by, like, uh, on a whiteboard, you know? It just vanishes. Well, that's rude. Just like that, Mafika Iwari starts running towards you, Sanku, staff at the ready. Oh, God! He is up in your space, and he's ready to uh, fight you. Oh, my God! He's raising his staff, but he's not able to hit you yet because he's still charging up to you. Imagine this old buff man just charging a twink. No! <laughs> no! Dude, I, I'm pretty sure I've watched that video before. Shuji, it's your turn. No! Terry! I'm gonna pretend you didn't say that. <laughs> You're evil! Shuji uh, enters into uh, Stoke Flame Stance this turn. Okay. Uh, specifically because uh, they are going to Blazing Streak. Okay. You're gonna run around and try and grab everyone? Oh, yeah. Okay, go for it. The first on the list is uh, Nala. Okay. Uh, 42. Uh, 42 is going to be a hit roll damage. It'll be 17 damage to Nala. Shuji, you deck into Nala as you charge. And as you're going, Emmy calls down and says, And that's a blazing streak from Shi Chuji! Uh, Chuji, who's next? Uh, Chuji's going for Enkila next. Okay. Enkila's eyes widen as you rush towards her. She's like, oh, man. Yeah, Chuji's like, I'm not done with you yet. Oof, it's 32. Uh, 32 is actually going to be a hit. 23. Okay, 23 damage. Uh, ooh, okay, as you, like, you surge, right? And there's, like, embers in your wake as you're running. And uh, she is not back. She's not looking well. Yeah, uh, I get to stride again and hit one more time. Uh, so I'm going to stride just over here. Nothing in my beloved. <laughs> I blow him. <laughs> Metro sees you coming and is like, oh dear. 32. That's a hit. Roll damage. 25. Yikes. Netir is not looking well. Chuji, he's already been knocked back by this hydraulic push and like smacked around a little bit, but Chuji, you are blasting into him. <laughs> and he's still like, listen, I'm sorry about the dimension door. Hey, I'm not mad. <laughs> Anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's Netir's turn. And, uh, I didn't realize how cute that thing is. Uh, Netir stumbles back a little bit. Even though their teacher uh, said to take out Sanku, he's a little bit worried here. <laughs> he's gonna shadow blast you, Chuji. You're way too Is he, her. though? Three rounds of distracting chatter on this boy, remember? Let's see if he's able to get through these uh, magic words. He's not. He can't. He's not able to. Okay, Chuji, as he's stumbling, he uh, he stumbles back a little bit, and his uh, eyes start to go, like, hazy black as he conjures up a spell. And he's like, Mafiga, uh, ow, don't that noise! <laughs> and he's not able to finish the spell, so he loses that spell slot. And I think he's going to just try punch you, Chuji. Uh, Chuji does a <laughs> 22. <laughs> Oh, he's just a magic boy. He can't punch. Oh. He's been doing some training, but it's not, it's not enough. Poor boy. Against a martial a artist? Fail. Yeah. Uh, he overthinks it. Uh, Chuji, you've got plus two to your AC until the end of your next turn. Because, uh, from attacks from him, at least. Uh-huh. And that's his turn. Masami, it's you. Uh, it looks like uh, they're going to try charging uh, Sanku. You've got Akila here. But you can see that everyone's starting getting ready to run the witch prince. What do you do? They're going to do a spell strike then against Akila. Okay, go for it. That's a crit. <laughs> 49. Oh. Uh, what is the attack? Describe this for me. They have lightning charged up in their chunk, though. And they're going for a 
spell strike chain lightning. They see that people are going, uh, are trying to go up against Senku. They're gonna try to stop it. <laughs> so let's let's do this damage real fast. That's gonna hit Aquila really hard mm-hmm. for double damage for chain lightning and double damage for the weapon. So hit me first. Okay, so that will be a crit on the weapon. Weapon crit is 54. Jesus! Along with the chain lightning. Holy fuck. That's 65 damage. Double of 65 times 2, which is... 130 damage? Yep, 130. Masami, what the fuck? Yeah. You did 189 damage in one go? They're gonna hurt their boy. (laughs) Masami, your sword clashes into uh, uh, Aquila, and as it clashes into this leopard... Um, lightning charges through her and then explodes out of her from all angles into the rest of the party and the crowd roars holy shit um as lightning is uh, charging through everyone uh, Tagata Emi calls out Masami Takahara with a chain lightning spell strike one of their signature attacks but they've completely and utterly evaporated Aquila Stormheel could this be the beginning of the end for speakers to the wind? Masami, everyone else has made reflex saves now, right? Yep. Okay. Holy shit. Come on, Nat here. Come on, Nat here. You can do it, bud. You Come got on, this. buddy. Come on, buddy. Oh, okay. he succeeds. Success. He succeeds. He takes half damage. Half. Okay. Half of what, Mustache? Half that... of 65? Yeah. <laughs> Nat here has 10 HP left. <laughs> well, oh, Strings on the river in Kila. That's a failure. They're going to take 65 damage. Uh, Ovark, success. Okay. He'll take half damage. Okay. Nala, that's a failure. 65 damage to Nala. And okay. finally, Mafika Ayowari. Okay. Nat fucking 20. Damn, this old man don't play. <laughs> what happens is um, as this lightning erupts into the rest of the students, Teacher Ayowari turns and he fucking like crouches and then leaps and there's a quadruple like back, tumble backflip. Uh, dodging around and then landing back in the same position he was, completely unharmed, still running towards you, Sanky. Oh, my. Um, <sighs> and even though it's disrupting the party, Teacher Iowari is using his years of experience as a professor at the Magambia to good use as he dodges around this lightning with impossible speed. Maybe the Radiant Winds have met their match in this teacher. So everyone's going to have a plus one on their next turn to all their roles. Because holy shit. Holy shit. It's Nala the Reed's turn. Wait, was that... Did I use another action? I don't think I did. I, I, oh. I only used a spell strike. Oh my god. Okay, I only Masami. used a spell strike. Okay, Masami, you got one more action. I because... do! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, okay. Alright. Casting Dimensional Assault. Oh, motherfucker. Immediately in front of Strings on the River in Cuba. Oh no. Their attack? That actually misses! 32! Okay. Wait, no, Masami. What? What? Isn't it a 33? It's a 33. Wait, that's a 33. Yeah, it's a 33. Her AC is 33. <gasps> that, that, the cheering crowd pushes you. You don't like being perceived, Masami. They don't. <laughs> but you gotta admit, it's kind of fucking great to have crowds cheering for you. <laughs> um, that's gonna be a hit. It was gonna be a miss, 
and the crowd turned it into a hit. Roll damage as you appear and lunge for Inkila. That's a 27. You're fucking kidding me. Yeah. She has 27 HP. Yo! <laughs> Masami, after like erupting true Akila, you turn, you teleport, you dash forward, strike into Akila, and she stumbles backwards. And she is KO! And then, after they land for dimensional assault, they go invisible. What? Dimensional disappearance. What? Class beat. What's it? Oh my Did you God. just go invisible after dimensional assault? Uh, you take advantage of teleportation to better hide your position. When you cast dimensional assault, you're affected by an invisibility spell at the end of the teleport. I can choose not to do it, but I choose to do it this time. So really like a ninja. Ovak is like looking over at, like he's like looking over at Sanku, and then he like hears Inkila like wail out in pain, and he turns and Inkila's on the floor, and there's no one there. He's like, huh? What? <laughs> uh, it's Nala's turn. Nala exhales and says, follow Teacher Iowari's plan, everyone! And uh, she is going to uh, rock hop towards you, Sanku. And uh, once she's there, uh, she's going to make a spell strike against you. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be a soul strike. Uh, she's going to uh, bring her axe down into you with a nat 20. <gasps> well, so that's a nat 20. Uh-oh. <laughs> so that's going okay. to be, Sanku, 28 uh, slashing damage. Mm-hmm. Uh, times two, that's 56 slashing damage. Okay. And then... Um, that's going to be Disintegrate. So you're immediately going to be affected by a nat 20 Disintegrate. Oh no, that's... So that's going to be Uh-oh. 78 plus... Uh, Can you tell me how much damage I take at once is what I need to know. Thank you, it's more than 168 HP, so you are not unconscious. Okay. Uh, the crowd cheers uh, as you are knocked down. And Nala stands over you like, okay, okay, sticking to the plan. Uh, and as you go down, Sanku, uh, Lolo's above you like, no, Sanku, now's not the time. She starts fucking slapping him in the face. <laughs> uh, and Tagada Emmy says, and just like that, Akila Stormiel strings on the river Akila and Sanku, Witch Prince of the Sea are taken out. How will I eat our team survive now? So this is less than great. Um. Next in the order is gonna be Ovak. And Ovak does not know where you are, Masami. It is true. Uh, so what he's gonna do, uh, Masami says, Okay, so you like to be invisible, huh? Well, how about this? Glitter dust! And he's gonna cast glitter dust on you. Okay. Uh, and you need to make me a reflex save as he tries to basically glitter bomb everyone in the area around him to see if you're nearby. Crit success, 47. As he casts this, he looks around and says, They're not here! Titraiwari, what's next? <laughs> Meanwhile, Masami, literally right next to him, trying so hard not to laugh. <laughs> Iowari turns and says, Take out the monk! Once we've got the monk down, uh, the Vegas won't be able to last long on their own. And uh, Ovark nods and says, Okay, alright! And I think he's just going to uh, cast Discern Secrets on you against Shuji. Uh, this time he's trying to unfold your life and understand about you. He could fucking die. <laughs> uh, well, uh, okay, that's a 40, which will be a success. 
Shuji, uh, he looks at you and his eyes are glowing white as he understands you on a level that you can't even begin to perceive. And uh, he says, aside from the senses that we've already shown us, they also have access to jellyfish stance which will allow them to hit people who are further away than normal. And Nature's like, oh great, so even if I run, I'm screwed. <laughs> yeah. It's Teacher Ayawari's turn. Teacher Ayawari is going to run directly towards you, Chuji. And in the process, is going to run past Masami. Alright, yep, I think it's time. Attack of opportunity. Okay, go for it. Wow, that is a miss. Level 35. Okay, yeah, you swing, but he doesn't even see you as he's running towards Chuji. Uh, you are no longer invisible as yep. you reveal yourself. And uh, poor Ovark nearly screams like, ah! <laughs> Masami turns to him and winks. <laughs> turns to him and winks. Says, "Gotcha, didn't I?" <laughs> he doesn't know what to say. Um, Chuji, as uh, he is running towards you, he's going to cast True Strike, so he's going to have uh, advantage on this attack. He's going to attack you twice. Okay. He did roll in that one. Suck my dick, old man. Good thing he used True Strike because he's going to use the higher roll next. It's so fucking lucky. Thirty-three. 33 is a fail. Better than what could have happened otherwise. It's true, he was gonna fucking yeah. die upon impact. Uh, Chuji, it is your turn. Your good Sanku is KO. <laughs> yeah, Chuji looks like at um at Sanku family guy posed on the ground <laughs> on the back of Neth here, who's like shitting himself. Uh like weighing their options and just so quickly, just so quickly, it's so casual. Um Chuji like bops Nethier in the nose. <laughs> you really didn't need to get a nat twin, like a fucking uh, critical hit here. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so you sorry. Chuji does, doesn't know their own strength. The I'm crowd so cheers at uh, Chuji as you fucking roll this damage. It's not even to. necessary. The man has 10 health. 18 times 2. 36. Uh, Netir is knocked KO and the crowd cheers and uh, Emmy calls out it's getting down to the wire now she Chuji knocks out uh, Netir but what's this where are they going they're ignoring the other combatants uh, Chuji flies right past Ayuari uh, and right up to Sankulolo. Um and Chuji, Chuji hands uh, or takes out of their bag a, uh, a moderate or no a greater healing potion okay. and you try into Lolo's hands and Lolo's like, What's this for? What am I supposed to do with this? Put it in his mouth! <laughs> Gosh! And he calls out and says, It looks it like Chuji's like trying to resuscitate Zanku! Can it be done? Is it possible? Masami, it's your turn. Okay. Um, so they see a slight predicament they're in. Pulling out all the stops. They're just gonna cast a spell. They're not gonna go... Wait, two actions for a spell strike and I refresh my spell strike. What am I doing? They're gonna go for a spell strike against the teacher. Okay, going for Aowari, go for it. Uh, 36, probably miss. Uh, well, because you critted last turn and you, you're being cheered, that's actually going to be a hit. Again, just as AC. Oh my goodness, okay. Then the damage for this man is 17. Okay. And he is going to be hit with uncontrollable dance. Oh god! It's not a will save. I don't think he actually has a will save against this because I'm just fucking hitting him. Okay, what's uncontrollable dance do? The target is overcome with an all-consuming all urge to dance. For the duration of the spell, the target is flat-footed and can't use reactions. 
While affected, the creature can't use actions with the move trait except to dance, using the stride action to move up to half its speed. Jesus! Okay! Oh my god. And because sure. I hit him, I'm pretty sure that I just... It's a failure? It's, question mark? It's just a failure. For one minute, he's gonna be fucked like this. And yep. he must spend at least two actions each turn dancing? Yes. What? Holy shit! You really said fuck you to casters! Masami said, alright, you're the strongest one here and I know that. You're gonna, you're gonna be dancing for a bit. Sorry, sir. Uh, as this hits him, he kind of stumbles and oh, and then as he like writes himself, he really writes himself. He twirls to the side like, what's that? Oh, oh, most clever. And he kind of spins. <laughs> he does a little spinning dance. <laughs> Sorry, sir. I have to take you out of the fight somehow. And Omar's like, sir, teacher, should we go for Dan instead? And you are just focus your attention on the Vegas. <laughs> All right, I got their attention. Sanku, it's your turn. Now, normally, this is where I would uh, make you make a death saving throw. Sanku has a little nap time. Well, <laughs> it's a good thing you've got a little friend. Lolo is independent, uh, so it's a good thing you have the independent feature. Because he gets one turn, and he's like... And he pours a healing potion down your lips. Uh, Chuji, how much healing is that? It's 68 plus 20. Okay, and how much is that going to be? 48. You are resuscitated. You have three actions and you're awake. And Nala looks down on you in horror like, Oh God, no! Ah! Senku kind of like gasps awake and he's like, Okay, I'm gonna just do this now. Um, and I think Senku um, was is gonna use something that I was gonna save for another fight. But okay. You see, I... I, I, I Lolo get big now. <laughs> Lolo get big now? <laughs> Lolo turn into a dragon now. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm casting dragon form on him. Oh my god. And you're using Monsters Familiar, one of the witches plus things made by the best writer in the world, Derry Luttrell. Uh, um, yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What a plug. So, Sanku, as you... As you hold up a hand, once per day, you transform your familiar into a terrible creature, unleashing the true fury of your patron upon your foes. And mm-hmm. you cast dragon form not on yourself, but on him. Mm-hmm. There's like a flash of like storm clouds from around him, and then emerging from the uh, haze comes a truly terrifying monster. A real fucking sea dragon. Size huge, genuinely like looking like a scary monster. As he roars, sea mist comes from his mouth and he says, You've all made a grave mistake by threatening my boy. Um, I need to, do I need to use an action to give him the actions to do things? Uh, he will get one action on this turn. Okay, uh, from, because I wanted to use. From using that on Okay, because I wanted to use my last action to give myself life boost because I have 48 HP. Is that okay? Yeah, go for it. Uh, then I gain a 16, uh, 16 HP immediately, okay. and it's fast healing, I think. So uh, you gain 16 HP, and you will continue to gain 16 HP every turn. Um, yes. As this is happening, um, Emmy calls out, and she's like, Incredible! Incredible! She, she, she has uh, brought Senku, a witch into the sea, back onto the field! field. 
Bum Bumpuglap Lolos has released his true power and is uh, coming down on Nala the Reed as a sea dragon. And uh, uh, Lolo rumbles as, You've got that right, my friends. <laughs> and Nala's like, Oh, poop. <laughs> and he's just going to spend one action uh, making an attack roll. A 46 is going to be a crit against Nala the Reed. As Lolo brings down a mighty dragon claw on top of her. 16 times 2, that is 32 slashing damage. And uh, you can see that Nala is not doing well. She's in a lot of trouble. And Lolo roars and says, I've still got it! <laughs> it's Nala's turn. It is. And she's like, oh! Uh, she's in the action at the start of her turn to recharge her spell strike. And then she's going to try to cast Prismatic Ray in a spell strike. So uh, she swings her axe at Lolo. And that is going to be a 30 tree to hit against Lolo. A 30 tree is not going to hit Lolo, actually. It, like, kind of coils out of the way and roars. And she's like, oh, God. And Nala looks quite distressed. It's Ovark's turn. Uh, Ovark looks over at Sanku and says, uh, Teacher, should we be going for the sea dragon? Says, no, just just focus on the Magus. Ayori <laughs> says, spinning around you, Masami. He's getting jiggy with it. He's getting jiggy with it. Um, Masami, he's going to try to cast Baleful Polymorph on you and turn you into a chicken. And this will be one tier of success higher because... Oh! I just used my hero point. Yeah, so that's a nat one, Masami. Yeah. Now, however, he is uh, a lower level than you, and this is an incapacitation thing. However, essentially, he raises his hand. There's a puff of smoke that kind of erupts from around you, and when it comes back, there's just a little chicken Masami on the ground. <laughs> and he's like, I got him, teacher! And as Ayawari's spinning, he's like, extra credit! <laughs> <laughs> and Ovark, I think Ovark ends his turn there. He doesn't really know what else to do. Uh, it's Ayowari's turn. Ayowari spends one, two actions dancing on his way over to you, Chuji. Okay. And then he's gonna try to just hit you with his staff. That's a tree tree to hit. Fail. He grunts and he's like, I really do hate this. Um, Chuji, it's your turn. How about I take you out of your misery? Uh, Chuji, start your turn. What stance are you in? Uh, I'm gonna use Dragon's Dance. Okay, go for it. Uh, and now what do you do? One inch punch, three actions. Okay, go for it. 41. 41 is going to be a hit. Roll damage. 49 damage. Damn, okay, Chuji, you fucking kick him hard. Uh, and he, like, stumbles back a little bit. You can see he's starting to get really hurt. And, like, his students have all been, like, relatively weak. You can tell he is, like, higher level than you guys. Like, that's how (laughs) strong he is. Chuji, Chuji lands that punch on him, and they're like, "Oof, you're sturdy for an old man." Yours of practice, my friend. The guy's fucking pirouette. <laughs> Masami, it's your turn. You're a little chicken. And that's how they will be for a while, I fucking guess. <laughs> Wrong. You can make me a will safe to stop being a little chicken. Sure, why not? I guess. Why would you I mean, want to stop? It's not gonna work. It might. I told you, roll back. It's not gonna work. Unfortunately, a 28 won't do it. You still have two actions. You can try it again. Uh, 40. Okay, that does it. Masami, through sheer spite, you transform back into your Cinemagus form. You're no longer a little chicken. And Ovak looks at you and says, Oh, no! 
You're damn right, Dragon Boy. Uh, you have one action left, Nasami. What do you do? Uh, they are going to toss up their dancing Kisarigama right in Ovark's face. Uh, Kisarigama pop into existence and start coiling and uncoiling, ready to do your bidding. Uh, and they're going to make an attack right now, right? I believe they can, yeah, because it's... Yes? Yes. Go for it. Cool. <laughs> Masami really did indirectly say fuck you specifically, 46. That's a critical hit. The crowd roars and uh, Tagata Emi says, Despite being a chicken mere moments ago, Masami Takahara pushes back against the odds and strikes with her, their dancing Kusarigama. And yeah, roll damage. Damage is 36. Okay, Ovark takes that damage and you can tell that they're not doing super hot. They don't love this. Saku, Witch Prince of the Sea. Uh, you have to sustain an action to command Lolo to do stuff if you want him to do two stu- actions, or he'll just get one on his turn. You immediately restore 16 HP, and you have three actions. What do you do? Okay. Uh, well, I'd love for I'd love for Lolo to do things and be epic and awesome and do awesome epic things. Um, so <laughs> I'm gonna give Lolo an action, and then. Yeah, let's uh, uh, let's go with using a tail attack. Okay, Lolo whips his tail at Nala. Roll me that attack roll. Forty-six. That's another fucking crit. Jesus Christ. That's gonna be fifteen damage. Uh, I believe doubled, so that's thirty damage. Lolo swipes his tail at Nala, and she lets it up, and she is knocked prone, and she is KO. Nice. And I have two actions, right? Uh, he has one action left as well. Okay, okay. Oh. Lolo rumbles and says, Now, my boy, who shall you have me best next? I think you should go get Ayuari. I'm on it. Professor, there's only room for one teacher here. And he rumbles forward towards Ayuari. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you have two actions left, thank you. What do you do? Oh, well, that's just unfortunate for everybody. Uh, they're a little bit far apart. Mm-hmm. I feel embarrassed that I'm a water that, that I'm a water spellcaster and I keep casting this. I have one more eighth level spell. Okay, go for it. I'm gonna cast a, a fireball scattered fire. Okay, thank you. You're, uh, you shoot a blast of fireworks that shoots through the sky, much to everyone's delight. Um, and he's going to make them hit both Ovark and Iowari. Yeah, well, they're the only two left, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ayoari gets a success just about, and so does Ovark. They both take half damage. That's okay. Half of 52. That's half of 52. 26 to both of them. 26 damage. Uh, Ovark is trembling. He's like, ah! <laughs> Teacher, what do I do? And Ayoari grunts at Your very best! You can see that he is actually stressed. He is not. Ex- was not expecting for this to be so difficult. He was a fool. <laughs> Sanku, is that your turn? That is my turn. Okay. Uh, Ovark's turn. Ovark is right next to you, Masami, and he knows you like to hunt mages, so he's going to take a step back. Step is uh, it's only five feet, so it's a, he doesn't trigger reactions. Yeah, it's the, it's the one. He specifically does not want to be hit by you. He exhales and says, Okay, well, if we're going giant forms, it's, I guess it's time for this. And he raises his staff in the air and cops it down, and wind ruffles through him. 
and he casts elemental form air on himself. And he is now in elemental form. Uh, he is going to have a fly speed of 80 feet and he's going to be able to do melee uh, gust attacks. It's Ayuari's turn. Unfortunately, he has to spend actions dancing, which means that Chuji, you get a free ting again. Oh, fuck yeah. How long does this last, Masami? Oh, it lasts a minute. Oh my fucking god. He's screwed. <laughs> yeah, it was a failure. He, it lasts a minute. Okay, um... Uh, I said 43. And you're gonna take that damage, which is how much? 36. Okay, you punch him. He has no other option. He has to take that. And he grunts his... <sighs> on your next turn, Ovark! I want you to cast... I want you to cast haste on me! And Ovark, who is an air elemental right now, rumbles out... You've got it, teacher. Uh, Ayoari grunts, and he's going to try and make a staff attack on you, Chuji. Okay. Uh, that's a 37 to hit. Does not hit. Okay, he misses. Dear, oh dear. Chuji, it is your turn. It looks like Ayoari has a plan. If he gets hastened, he might be able to have enough actions to cast a spell on himself. And he would no longer be dancing. What the fuck do you do? Uh, two action, one inch punch, and then I'm going to get it. Or I'm going to go into the floor of I'll do Flurry of Blows first. Okay. Uh, what stats are you in? Uh, uh, dragon, still. Okay, go for it. Hopefully this time I can get good damage. Oh, 37, 35. Both hits. Yeah, both of those are going to be hits. That's going to be 25 and 22 damage. Uh, 42, he's not stunned. Yeah, absolutely is. But you take, you deal, uh, 47 damage to him total? Uh, and then I'm going to do, uh, two action punch punch. Okay, you can see that Ayuari is very close to being beaten here. Uh, 33. Not gonna hit, I'm afraid. You can see, though, he is in... He, like, you have severely weakened him, and you can see he is not doing well. Mm-hmm. Um, he grunts as he's dancing around you and says, You're strong, I'll give you that! But the fight's not over until all our resources have been expended. That's just why I gotta act faster. Masami, uh, Ovark is an air elemental right now, and Ayuari is dancing, but he has a plan to no longer be dancing. Then Masami also has a plan. They are going to use their last focus spell to uh, Dimensional Assault. Okay, against? Ovark. Okay, go for it. That's behind a motherfucker. <laughs> 42. That's a critical hit. Jesus. Jesus. Right. The, the crowd is like on their feet, like pumping their fists and cheering. This is the best fight they've ever seen. That's a 46. Okay, you teleport behind him and like fucking backstab him and he lets out ah! uh, wind <laughs> blowing from his lungs up above Tagada Emi is like and Masami Takahara is dueling against Ovak and it looks like they may be just about to push it over the edge will they succeed or will they fail it's the tensest fight I've ever seen everyone Masami got two actions left Ovak turns to you right now they look like a living tornado and they let out a Ready to fucking get you. <laughs> Masami has a certain glint in their eye. It's dangerous. Oh dear. <laughs> and they say, You wanna see an animal? I'll show you. Spell strike, because my focus pools gain my spell strike back. Gouging claw. Oh, Masami You are something else. And their arm turns into a fox's claw. Okay! Yes, it's 30. With this guy who got a 31, who has 31 for AC? 
with this guy who you just got a crit on, so the crowd is cheering for you. Alright, then it's a 31. <laughs> it's a hit! Roll damage! Alright, so that's damage on the sword. That's 23, plus gouging claw, which is a 30. So in total, 53 damage. Sami Takahara, you fucking launch and with that animal-like fury, slash through him, and that's enough to knock him backwards, and he falls with a touch, and that wind dispels, and Ovark is KO! And uh, Tagata Emmy shouts, YES! The Raven wins, they're left with only one combatant against him! Can't you try why he turned the tables? Or is this going to be the first victory of the Ruby Phoenix Tournament? How you doing, Masami? Masami sighs as their uh, as their arm turns back, and they go, "Sorry, Teach, no haste." <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Saku, which prince of the sea? Only one combatant remains, and it's Teacher Mafika Ayawari. And despite him being trapped, he has to spend two actions each turn dancing and one action uh, fighting, meaning he can't cast any spells. He is still trying his best to fight back. All right. I'm going to cast Elemental Betrayal. Okay. Um, water damage. Okay. Uh, which also says Cult. And I'm going to cast my new favorite spell, uh, Frigid Flurry. Okay. That's a 25, Sanku. Nope. Okay. Roll me this damage, Sanku, as you blast him point blank with cold energy. 52. Sanku. Plus 8. Sanku, Witch Prince of the Sea. He has 59 HP left. Um, I think Sanku, um, who is honestly still a little bit reeling from having been knocked out, is like, okay. <laughs> and he, he, um, he puts his staff between them both. And he's like, okay, take this. Um, and I think that he just like, I, I think that the, the, the air and like the frigid flare of the spell like knocks him into Chuji. <laughs> Shuji, Mafika Iwari is thrown into your arms, shivering cold as he goes limp. He knocks into him and Shuji like fucking soup like him. Oh, do you wanna? Do you wanna? Yes, yeah. Absolutely, yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes, 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 yes. I'm gonna, just, just to get the crowd really loving you, I'm gonna let you make an attack roll. He's, yes. he's KO one way or another, but the crowd will love you if you do it. Oh, fuck, wrong attack, but it hits anyways. Shuji? You grab Ayawari as he stumbles back into you, and you fucking suplex him! <laughs> after, he, after his head, like, goes into the fucking floor, Chuji, like, raises their arms up, and they're like, YES! <laughs> the crowd goes wild. And Tagada Emi calls out, and he says, That's it, everyone! K.O. Second witch rinse seat, frigid chlorine, uh, Mafiki Ayawari into uh, she Chuji's arms, Suplexed him and ended the fight. That's where where the fight ends. We have our winners. The Radiant Winds are the winners of the first match of the Turgid Ruby Phoenix Tournament. <laughs> I Chuji runs towards uh, uh towards Sanku and picks him up and flings him around. <laughs> he jumps in the air and he's like, "Can we? Oh god! Can we? Can we add that? To, can, we, can we add that to our moves?" Can we, can we do that more often? Absolutely! <laughs> you had me worried! That was fine. Uh-huh. <laughs> Masami 
takes off their Hachigane and is like wiping their forehead. They're like, oh my god, that is the most I've ever used my focus spells. <laughs> That's good work, you two. Nice teamwork. <laughs> you doing okay, Sanku? Did you like one? Like, I am fine. <laughs> they raise I'm an fine. eyebrow. <laughs> um, I'm like bruised, <laughs> but I'll be okay. All right. Builds character. Teacher Ayawari All right, slowly gets up. And he's panting. Are you okay? Do you need to heal? I have a, I have a healing staff. He smiles at you, Sanko, and he looks at you, Masami, and Chiuji as well. And he says, as like as all the others are getting up, he offers you a hand. He says, Everyone, I had thought I'd seen it all, but never in my life have I had to fight that hard. That was incredible. I'm glad to give you the chance. <laughs> He shakes hands with each of you, and the students slowly get up as well. Kind of, like, shaken, but honestly excited for uh, for what comes next. You've all successfully entered into the winner's bracket, and Teacher Ayawari uh, and the speakers of the win have entered the loser's bracket. They're not out yet. They're going to be able to prove themselves now, because now they've got something really to fight for. So... All of you uh, retire, and Kasuhida, as you enter, he comes in and he gives you all a big bear hug. Oh my goodness, <laughs> hello sir. He pulls all of you in, and he says, you tree. Ow. You four. Lolo's <laughs> back into his little boy size now. That was some of the best fighting I've ever seen. I, that was truly incredible. The way you worked the thank crowd, you, the, you. your martial prowess, that t- the training with uh, Saraguchi really must have paid off, hmm? Yeah, oh, really. definitely. I don't think we could have won without it. <laughs> Take a rest, because you're going to need uh, to prepare for the next uh, for tomorrow. From what I understand, you're more likely not going to be an exhibition match. That's fair. Uh, we can rest after the next um, fight, yeah? I want to see it. Mm. The Biting Roses versus Steps of the Sun, hmm? Do they sell snacks here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sure they do. <laughs> oh, Masami, you know someone who sells uh, mushroom spikes. <laughs> Masami doesn't mention that. <laughs> <laughs> Masami goes, as long as it's not mushrooms, we're fine. <laughs> Are you picky suddenly? <laughs> no, I just know someone, unfortunately. I see. Uh, Lolo on your shoulder, Sanku. He looks so chuffed. Everyone, did you see that? <laughs> do you like that? Did you, did you all do see you like that? you turning into a dragon? <laughs> I, not only did I resuscitate Sanku with the help of Chuji, but I, I showed you merely a fraction of my true power. What you saw today was a pale oh, yeah. imitation of the mighty sea dragon who ruled over the continent of Tianxia. Ooh, I'm sure. <laughs> this is only the first step. The celestial dragon won't know what hit him. Yeah, because you sure won't be able to alive? see from down there. <laughs> oh my god. Hey, don't say such rude things to <laughs> him. Uh, he's about to retort uh, when uh, he kind of just pats all your back and says, go wash up. Get ready for the next match. Okay. Yes, sir. You all wash up. You do get some snacks. Seku heals so fucking hard. He heals so much. <laughs> yeah, you, you. all of you are in some, like, ooh. You got that, uh, what's, you're gonna have, oh, oh, uh, you're gonna have, like, uh, you know, that good, good muscle pain after a ha- hard workout. You've been feeling it all week. There's nothing good about the muscle pain after a workout. Okay. 
You've just become a jock. <laughs> All of you return to your uh, seats, and you watch the next match. As you uh, about like an hour passes before, finally Tagata Emmy calls out and says, "Our second match." I present to you all, and uh, she gestures out at the two, uh, one of the parties, and emerging from the west side of the arena comes Steps of the Sun, Halsman the Stung, Junxiao, and Liang Shen, these beautiful Azmars all wearing dark purple and gold robes, backed of course by Lady Shaixia, or Shaizia, uh, who is smiling and waving at the crowd. Emmy calls out and says, Today, we present Steps of the Sun, a, ba- a band of battle dancers from the nation of Azmar of Tianjin. Their leader, Liang Shen, is here to uh, reclaim the... Uh, is to, to claim wealth for his village, which has suffered at the hands of bandits for decades. Can Liang Shen and his motley crew of dancers and the powerful celestial rock sway overcome the odds? And on the other side of the arena... Out comes uh, the uh, Biting Roses, Yarika Mulandez, Artis Rodrivan, and Lantondo. Hailing from the distant continent of Arcadia, I give you a tree occultist with soul magic unlike any other. Lantondo, whose heart is within the cards themselves. Artis Rodrivan, a soul archer who strikes true at all uh, with every shot. And Yarika Mulandez, a spiritualist with a connection to her own grandfather with the head of a mantis. You can see that the Steps of the Sun are wearing Gokan made finery, uh, really beautiful robes, which are mostly purple and gold. Very, very ornate kind of Hong Kong wear, if that makes sense. Uh, then on the other side of the arena are the Biting Roses, who have many potions around their belt. More likely not given to them by Aldenar Unmar, their sponsor. Their clothes are also traditional Arcadian outfits. Maybe a little bit flamboyantly flashed up to merchandise them a little more, but you know how it is, right? Uh, Unmar's logo is splatted on each of their backs. Uh, Tagala kind of looks to Hao Jin uh, and Nayente for approval before she calls out and says, Ready, everyone? Let's count down! Three, two, one, fight! Uh, and the two teams shump into battle against each other. God, oh God. The first to move is Artis Rodrivan, who dashes forward and points his bow immediately to Sway. He unleashes a few arrows which arc through the air and swing up towards the Celestial Rock, who flaps his wings and dashes out uh, into the sky. These arrows actually curl and twirl and follow after Sway before, as they plunge into the Celestial Rock, who lets out a shriek. Halsman the Stung starts to kind of like sing out loud, kind of trying to ease Sway, calm down. And Sway actually glows with magical might, empowered by uh, Halsman's bardic abilities. Sway swoops down towards Artis, who dashes and rolls out of the way as he continues shooting at the uh, rock. Meanwhile, Lantondo rushes forward and starts throwing harrow cards at throwing out harrow cards at Junxiao, who simply dances around them in, you know, kind of left, right, left, right as they come. But Liang Shen dashes forward directly towards Yabika Mulandez, who 
kind of is almost waiting for him to approach. Just as Yang uh, swings with his fan directly into uh, Yorika. Suddenly there's a clash of metal, and there standing in front of her is Grandfather Mantis parrying with his claws. The two of them duel back and forth. And how are you all doing as you watch this fight go down? <laughs> Chuji's chewing on their nails. <laughs> uh, Masami is analyzing. Sanku is is just is just excited. He's stuffing his face. And he's excited. He's just enjoying himself. Okay. So my question is, do any of you want to make perception checks to see if you can learn anything about these guys, or are you just happy to watch? Of course we do. Yes, <laughs> Masami's already doing that. He is. And who are you? Who are you supporting? That's the question. Oh, don't do this, Masami. To me. I don't even know if Masami has a favorite or anything. They're just watching and learning. I, I, I think, I think Senku's supporting Biting Roses because I'm pretty sure that they were the people that were there when the the assassination. That's right. Yes. That was them. Yep. Yes. Uh, Senku, Senku likes them a lot. Okay. So he's he's supporting them. It's not that he's not supporting the other team. It's that he's really supporting Biting Roses. Plus, he does think that Shen has a bit of a shit out <laughs> But you can tell that Chuji is smitten. <laughs> Senku looks at, at Chuji and then and then uh, leans over to Masami and he's like, "Wow, just wow." <laughs> so as this is happening, Chuji, as you're watching. You can tell that Shen is a battle dancer. What that means in practice is that not only can Shen use martial attacks, he also has a good few spells in his repertoire. Uh, And you can see this as he is uh, dashing forward. He casts haste on himself to speed up the onslaught of his attacks. He's not a magus. He doesn't spell strike or anything. But he is able to cast and fight easily. He's a gish caster, you know? Kind of sexy. And he he has found his match here with Yorika Mulandez, I'll say that much. Masami, what you can tell from Mulandez is that, you know, despite being not necessarily classically trained in combat, the instincts of her spirit, the of Grandfather Mantis, are really pushing back hard, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, she can cast spells, but then on the other hand, Grandfather Mantis has some serious melee capability. As the two clash back and forth, Sanku... I think you're just paying too much attention to have, like, you're just having too much fun to pay much attention. I think at this point, I, I think really he just ends up just being like, wow, this is great. <laughs> That's all. The first knockout happens, and Halspin the Stung is kind of like trying to buff up Sway, who is currently swooping down at Artis for the most part, but he is not paying attention to Lantondo, who has until now been focusing on Juicio. But then Lantondo sees an opening, rolls backwards, and throws several cards in quick succession into several pressure points on Halsman's body. And Halsman wails out in confusion. And that's when Artis shoots an arrow that pierces through Halsman's soul. <gasps> Halsman roars out in not really anything, more of just like, ah, and topples to the ground. K.O. And Lantondo turns to the crowd and riles it up like, did you all see that? And he takes an action to rile up the crowd, which is something you guys can do. Unfortunately, he pays too much attention to the crowd and not enough to sway. The rock dives down, catches into uh, Lantondo, and flies directly upwards. Lantondo yelps out in surprise as he is let go, and he falls 120 feet and crashes into the ground. Oh, holy shit. If you don't have ways to deal with that flying bird, you're going to be in trouble. Artis tries to shoot off a few more attacks at Sway, 
only for him to be eventually overwhelmed by the spellcasting coming from Junsio. And now it's Yarika and Grandfather Mantis versus Junsio, Byangshen, and of course, the Celestial Rock. And she puts up a hell of a fight. She actually does manage to take out Junsio with a combination of blasting uh, her with shadow magic and then while her defenses are down, Grandfather Mantis slashing into her. But Liang Shen is a force to be reckoned with. He keeps the tempo up. He dances in circles as this music blares out and the crowd cheers and claps in time to the music. And Shen plants his boot directly onto Yarika's chest, kicks her down and into the pot of Sway who strafes and smacks her with her with his wing as he's hitting her, or as he's uh, dive-bombing. She is not flying, and she lands face down. K.O. Oh boy. <laughs> and Liang Shen stands, whips out his fan, and fans himself a little bit. Chuji stands up cheering. I'm so sorry, Yarika. Incredible! Steps of the sun have won the round! having successfully taken out the Biting Roses. Our second victors have been confirmed. The two parties team up, shake hands and smile as they're kind of grinning and congratulating each other. And you know what? Shen for once isn't being a total jackass and he actually does like congratulate the others as well. He's not a terrible person. No, he isn't. You can all see that the crowd is loving this. How are you all doing as uh, the final, the current calls on the first day of the Ruby Phoenix tournament. Because that was a hell of a night, right? Senku's feeling pretty good. They won. And he is happy. Chuji is... Well, Chuji's over the fucking moon that they won. Chuji's also very happy that Shen won, because that means that Chuji can maybe fight him later mm-hmm. down the line. Uh, but also, Chuji is super fucking bummed that their bestie well, got out. they're not out yet. They're not out, out, but they're. Uh, she's now in the mm-hmm. loot bracket, which there's still the possibility of them fighting, and it'll be fun. But it's they're still sad about it. You know, that's that's the hardest part of this fighting tournament. You have to. I was actually so sad trying to figure out who was good. Like I was looking at these teams, like, oh man, some of these guys are gonna lose. <laughs> you bastard! As the crowds disperse from the first match of the Turgid Ruby Phoenix tournament, you all prepare yourselves. You got a long road ahead of you all. And by the end of this, true exhibition matches and matches proper, you will have fought every single one of these teams. But you did it. You won the first round. Now, the only question is, who else is going to make it true? This episode of Dice Will Roll would not have been possible without the support of our patrons. Tony Saunders, Dasha Clancy, Ari Graham, Ari Vey, Nex, 
Minty Belmont, GP Dora, Lemon Jam Tart, Marshmallowberry, Farrick Falcon, Luis Loza, Aries, Alexander Criswell, May Cohen, Skyly, Blurst Hellion, Kendra West, Genuinely Trick, Transgirl Trish, Platonic, Bal Punyon, Johnny the Catman, Matthew Wilson Krasnovich, Tillon Shark, Glitch HD, Jace Snoots, Zenith Drums, Torbjord, Sylvia Valera, G Barbera, Luke, Gideon, Sarah B, Seth, Ravona Darklow, Kira, Litchlope, Gizmo, Matthew, Cass, Fable Macabell, Chris Lutman, Remty Bright, Lonesome Chunk, Steph, Sean C, Natasha Lumley, Rhiannon C, Ellie, Jenna Mitchell, Kane Kendrick, Triceratops, Grey Kitsune, Anna Maria, Roxy, Jordan, Cynical Spinstress, Emily Moderna, John the Bookorder, SA66Seeker, and Dame Valerie the Special thanks to the patrons who made cameos in this episode. Netir by Zurenwald, Ovar by Lonesome Chunk, and Nala the Reed by Zenith Drums. If you'd like to see what you can get for helping us keep it rolling, check out patreon.com slash dice roll today. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.